Do not do short-term rentals before watching this. Short-term rentals can produce amazing cash flow. That is no secret. However, there are some things that investors do not think about before getting in. I'm Dave from Investor Mel and Dave, and if you're new to us, my wife Mel and I have now purchased over 240 units in five different countries, Canada, US, Costa Rica, Mexico, Dominican Republic. The majority of our portfolio is multifamily buildings. However, we do do short-term rentals as well. If you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified because we release a video every single week. Short-term rentals seems to be the buzz, right? Everyone just sees the cash flow and they don't think about anything else. They get those blinders on. Now I'm here today to chat about a few things because I have done short-term rentals and still doing them that people do not think about before diving in. The first thing is I see it all the time in the news. Rules are changing. They're starting to ban short-term rentals in different places. Municipalities, counties, even some states are putting in regulations that is really tightening things up. Some states even have lottery systems where yes they allow for short-term rentals however it is literally a lottery system on who gets to do the short-term rentals in that state. Some municipalities are just outright banning them saying you're not allowed. Right? Mel and I had actually bought a lake house for ourselves and had looked into it, but there's rules such as, I think you can only do it three consecutive months out of the year, which does not make it profitable. This is just one example. HOAs, right? homeowners associations, they have rules on specific condos, specific dwellings, where they do not allow for short-term rentals, or they have a minimum of X amount of days, X amount of months stay, which then inhibits the actual short-term rental market that you're able to do. Next up, the operations of a short-term rental. A lot of people don't think about this. The property management aspect, okay, is different than a multifamily dwelling. Because there's gonna be more turnover, I see a lot of investors who get into it and don't do their due diligence on property management before getting into it. Now, what am I talking about? There will be higher fees with property management on short-term rentals versus obviously the long-term rentals like we do, the multifamily stuff. Because someone comes along, stays, I don't know, two, three nights, who has to go in, clean it, clean the bed, do all the dishes, all of that stuff. This will lead to higher short-term rentals. I have some short-term rentals that charge me 20%. Even one of them that charges 40 and 50% for the property management of said short-term rentals on top of a monthly fee as well. Again, this is because they are listing it for you. They're accepting payment for you. They're doing the turnover and they're at their beck and call for 24 hours, just like a hotel. I'm not saying that long-term multifamily, that they're not uh, listing and doing all that for you, but there is a higher bandwidth required from the property managers for short-term rentals. So be aware, or if you're going to self-manage, be aware uh, of the higher bandwidth and of the higher charge per month for property management. A lot more people nowadays are doing short-term rentals, which is taking houses off the market, increasing it, right? Because more investors are getting into the market more than ever, increasing the actual purchase price for the everyday family that's looking at buying a single family home. This is why the regulators are starting to cause issues for it. Now, that also being said is more and more people in the market, more and more units available for short-term rental. Two things here, the long-term uh, residential, there's less units available for that. The second thing, more short-term rentals on the market available for rent. Everyone starts outbidding themselves, right? Cutting the price so that people rent their unit over the other. 
What does that mean? I see it all the time. It's a race to the bottom, okay? So if the market starts to get flooded, which again, supply and demand, it's gonna be a race to the bottom, which I see a lot of the times with short-term rentals. Something else with short-term rentals that I don't necessarily love, again, we have them, but I don't necessarily love. So the two major players, Airbnb, no shocker here, and VRBO, uh, Vacation Rental by Owner, you are at their mercy. They make the rules and you have to play within them. So again, something that you might not be thinking of is go read their contracts, go read their rules and regulations before you go purchase that, that initial short-term rental. You may not like what they're doing. You may not like how they make you do things. The other thing, again, during the pandemic, they actually reimbursed everyone's credit card. This is something that does not happen with multifamily properties. For example, I continued to get my rents the whole time and no one could say, hey, credit card, uh, reimburse everyone. This is not the way it works. So I want you to truly, truly look at the rules, look at the regulations, look at the fees that they charge and make sure that you're underwriting your asset properly. Okay, a lot of people are not talking about that with short-term rentals. A couple of pros of short-term rentals. Obviously the cash flow is higher. Yes, creative financing can work. You can have some great areas that you can A, purchase it to rent it out and then vacation there. For example, we have some in Orlando near Disney, right? We can go stay at our places. So there are definitely some pros to short-term rentals. I'm not here to say don't do them or be negative about it. I just wanted to have a conversation around some of the things that investors do not think about. They just see that, that shiny object syndrome and they get tunnel vision and that's all they wanna do. So if you're gonna do short-term rentals, please make sure to educate yourself. Take what I've said in today's video into consideration when you're looking at deals, when you're underwriting them, when you're thinking overall bigger picture, is this an investment strategy that you wanna move forward with? But please know and understand things before you get into short-term rentals because not everything is rosy. So hopefully you liked this video. I know it was a short one and thank you so much for staying to the end. And for more videos just like this, make sure to click on the next one here. I'm Dave and this is the Investor Dave Show. I'll see you in the next one.